0: Okay, welcome folks to the latest episode of Unleashed Cast. I talked to Mike Mason. He's just been christened Chief AI Officer of ThoughtWorks. So, we've talked a lot about AI. I think most people are of the opinion that it's here to stay, and it's pretty useful. But... There's plenty of other things that you need to take into consideration in how to use it in your business. And how are you going to use it best and most productively? These are the kinds of things that I talk about with Mike from ThoughtWorks. It was a really fascinating conversation about a subject which is only going to get more important as the months and years roll on. So here's my conversation on Unleashcast with ThoughtWorks, Mike Mason, about how to use AI responsibly and a great deal more. Do enjoy. For a bit of context, Mike, tell us a bit about what you do.
1: So I'm the global head of technology at ThoughtWorks. Uh, we're a technology consultancy firm. Uh, I like to tell people we're the biggest tech firm you've never heard of. We're about 12,000 people. Uh, we um, do a lot of uh, strategy through implementation for our clients. So we help them with uh, business strategy, IT, IT strategy, and then actually doing the things, building a lot of software, um, helping create, create value for our clients through software. Um, My role uh, is uh, kind of a technology strategy role at ThoughtWorks. Um, And obviously, uh, with the crazy explosion in generative AI uh, happening over the last few months, that's been a major focus uh, of my work for the last little while.
0: I was going to say, I don't know if you've heard, but it's been in the news a bit recently, AI.
1: Just a little. Yeah. Just a little.
0: (laughs) So that's what we're here to talk about. Um, It's a landscape that's expanding and changing and moving so, so quickly in so many different directions. So if you, if your organization wants to get involved or use generative AI in in some way, leverage its incredible capabilities, how do you pivot towards that? How do you get the whole organization on board? How would you convince everyone that it's the right thing to do? Bit of an ask, but what's your advice there? So I
1: think, first of all, there's a significant leadership question here. I think the highest levels of the company need to be uh, making a clear statement about the importance of generative AI um, and actually creating organizational structures that support that. So making sure that the various bits of your organization are are tasked with uh, taking this on and figuring out how it affects the business. Uh, So kind of a clear uh, statement from the leadership and and, and, uh, behavior that, that embodies that importance uh, but then I think the other thing that's really uh, critical is enabling employees to experiment responsibly on this stuff, because uh, I think you know most of us have tried some of these tools, whether it's ChatGPT or one of the um, you know one of the image generators, and there's there's, there's new stuff every day, uh, and being able to experiment with that stuff with kind of kind of company blessing and guardrails around what it's okay. To to use um, some of these tools for is really important because people are only going to learn if they get to experiment, uh, and it, it, it's actually kind of a it, it potentially dangerous for for employees to be running around putting uh, potentially sensitive information into these systems. And so you need to make it clear what it's okay for people to do and and, and what not, and what's kind of a company sponsored you know authorized experimentation, responsible uh, experimentation. And the reason that I say experiment is because how you open this, you know, it's moving incredibly fast. So something that we learn, uh, you know, this month might end up being somewhat out of date next month, and and the month after that. So being able to like, kind of harness the creativity of of your organisation already, and, and letting people get to grips with this uh, is really important.
0: Yeah, definitely. When we were preparing for this and running through ideas. One of the things I thought was really interesting was something you said about the fact that there are kind of two types of jobs that are coming out of this, perhaps. There's kind of existing jobs which are gonna be modified because of digital transformation and the move towards adoption of AI, and another whole selection of jobs which we haven't even created or even thought of yet, or or have to kind of almost scope on the fly about how they're gonna work. So can you give me a few examples of each?
1: Sure, so I think existing jobs Basically, almost anything that I you could bucket into the, the knowledge work category is potentially going to be impacted by generative AI. Uh, so that's actually any decision making that we do um, and any creative work that we do. So if you imagine someone who's you know writing a copy for the for the company's website, um that is you know i've I've done a lot of technical writing with AI helping me. um and it doesn't replace me as an author, but it does kind of supercharge what I'm able to do. And I move from being kind of largely creating full, complete works myself to creating kind of an outline of that work and then having the AI fill that in for me and then becoming an editor of what the AI is doing. Uh, if you think about other uh, kind of business workflow jobs, uh, lots of those are actually ultimately making decisions about things. you know what is is this thing that I'm trying to do within company policy? Can I resolve a customer situation this way or that way? Um, how should I how should I do that? And with AI, we're going to be able to get some of those uh, recommended decisions coming from AI systems not always needing to be created from scratch by the humans. So one of the things that you're going to see is people making many more kind of AI empowered decisions about how they do their job and kind of saying, yes, I like that solution that's being proposed by the AI. No, I don't like that one because because it hasn't taken into account this other thing that I know is important. So like the human values, the the, the value that we bring is all the stuff around, you know, context and intuition and knowing the 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 situation and our company and the value we provide to customers and all that kind of stuff. The great thing that AIs are now providing is uh, a huge amount of knowledge. Like the, these things have read every web page on the internet, you know, every book that's ever been published, and being able to recall all of that stuff gives you kind of this superpower of knowledge that you can then apply to your job. Um, and you know, in the spirit of uh, us becoming editors and decision makers of of, of AI, uh, you asked about, you know, what new jobs might come out of AI. So I asked ChatGPT, and it came up with 15 different, uh, you know, potential new, new jobs in the age of AI. And I liked a handful of them, and I'm, I can tell you about them now. And, and what I'm doing here is I'm you know, using my own human intuition to kind of filter the stuff that's coming from the AI. So it's not really replacing me answering the question, but it is kind of giving me some inspiration in in directions to go. Um, One of the suggestions was uh, AI user experience designer. So when you're incorporating AI into a into a system, uh, how do you how does that work itself into the UX? Uh, You as a UX designer would need to understand how the AI thinks. In air quotes, um, how it responds to certain situations, and then how to how to represent that in the UI, and then also how to incorporate uh, human feedback into the, into that system over time to to make it better. Another idea was a human machine teaming manager, so somebody who's you know rather than managing just a set of humans, you're managing um, a, a team of humans and you know one or more AI systems, and your job becomes to get the most out of that team. You know, which is something that team managers already do, um, but you'd be adding uh, an AI component into that mix. Um, and then uh, a third one, and I'll, I'll just stop it, stop there, is uh, an AI explainer. So, you know, as AI systems are making more and more uh, decisions, potentially, um, and giving more and more recommendations, there's a question about how you understand where how the AI got to that recommendation or decision. Um, and so a, a job role where someone is ex- explicitly understanding the mechanics of how these things are built and trained and the you know potential biases and problems with them, um, who's actually able to explain that, be a great communicator around that stuff. Uh, so AI explainer is another potential role.
0: I mean, and that's just a small selection of dozens and dozens that could be generated within seconds as well. Quite incredible my final question obviously the kind of the uh, the the main audience of unleash is hr leaders we talk a lot about kind of the nexus of ai and hr uh how it can change the whole human resources function make it quicker more adaptable better performing i think you'd probably say that uh maybe the the cto and their team is where these things might sit might lie but How can hr teams kind of lead the way on ai strategy and how how can they support ctos in that in their, their endeavors well i think
1: it's actually you asked a really great question there because i think this is so broad that it is going to impact all parts of an organization and so the ability for the hr department to be like a good part of that strategic response to this new AI capability uh, is really important. I don't think it's uh, just down to the the CTO and and the IT organization, although they are probably going to provide kind of foundational AI platform capability and, and stuff like that. But deploying it and figuring out how does this change our business? How does this let us do something new? Uh, how does it let us do something more efficiently? Create more value for customers, all that kind of stuff. That's that's very important that that the HR department can can work into that. I think one primary thing that's really important right now is there's a lot of fear actually about how AI is going to make half of us redundant and and you know lead to lead to layoffs and and, and mass change, and I think. Uh, it's it's a valid concern and one that the HR department should should be on top of and kind of understanding what what are we intending to do here? Can we reassure, reassure our, our 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 employees like with the direction that we're going in? Because there is a big question between sort of automating people out of a job versus empowering them to do a better job and to and to do more. So I think that's important and the change management and cultural change aspects of that. Um, are really critical. And then um, upskilling is the other major area that, that I'd call on the HR departments for, because um, there are going to be jobs like as we as we've touched on that are created brand new in this, and there are going to be other jobs where it's it's kind of the same job, but you've got this AI assistant helping you go faster on it. And there are going to be aspects of that. Things like prompt engineering, how to get the best out of an AI system, how to ask it a question in the right way that can get you the right kind of response to to help you go faster in your job and produce a better outcome. That kind of a thing is a new skill uh, that's going to be rolling out across the organization. So I'd say um, HR teams need to get behind that. And then um, you know the other one, I think uh, performance management is an interesting question. Like what is it, what does it mean to be doing well at your job now that you're your AI enhanced in some way that is it going to change performance metrics? And again, that comes back to kind of some of the employee comfort questions and making people, people feel good about, um, uh, the, 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 new AI revolution rather than worried by it.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is a conversation we could potentially have every month for the next however long it's going to change so quickly. Um, but for now it's, uh, it's great to get kind of the, you know, the, where we are with the latest kind of thinking on this and uh six months time let's come back see uh, see where we're at then i'd love to mike thanks for your time for speaking to unleash class
1: thanks john